0: And God, if we refuse to say it, if we didn't say it, if we forgot to say it, thank you. you. And God, have your way in our lives. Convict, convince, if need be convert. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. (laughs) Praise his name. Praise his everlasting name. Bless the Lord oh my soul." In the Old Testament, God had to take Abraham through a host of different situations to teach him another side of his character. The Lord is good. He's good. This morning we'll be in Psalm 107. Psalm 107, I want to thank our leading elders, Reverend Green, Reverend Jackson, our other elders, ministers, deacons, deaconess, all who stood in the stead, our administrators, amen, chiefs, who stood in the stead in my absence. I want to thank God for you. Truly, God is an awesome, awesome God. To our great, great choir, let's give our choir a hand clap. Praise the Lord. Thankful to them as well. Psalm 107, verse 1, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, intrinsically good, for his mercy endureth forever, my God. And then I want to look at verse 8, the reframe, all that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. A reason for rallying. A reason for rallying. Put another way, why I give thanks all of the redeemed are prompted by God to praise him at all times for his powerful pull-outs protections and bringing peace from pitfalls God's grace and God's guidance are guarantees that we have the victory. And one of the strongest propositions, let me, let me try to do a little more teaching in this area. A proposition is, what is the major thematic thrust through a message? What is, what is the thread of the message that holds everything together? that, um, when we look at the great proposition from this psalm, it, is, uh, it aligns itself with what was read in your hearing, where Paul says to the church of Thessalonica in 1 Thessalonians 5, when he gives five promptings that the church ought not neglect, one of them is, in everything, give thanks. God, God is not ludicrous to say for everything, give thanks. Uh, God says, in everything, give thanks. In spite of everything, give thanks. Um, and, 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 And that strong proposition oftentimes becomes problematic because we engage our feelings, our frustrations, our fractures, into the equation. Like how can a loving God ask me of everything I've gone through to thank him? How, how can God ask me to thank him when I'm in this bad marriage? I'm, I'm, I'm a, my children are wayward. My health is failing my money is low. How would God dare to ask me in everything to give thanks? And the proposition is real and it is predicated on, amen, us seeing God not as chance but as channel. Yeah. Not not as a spectator, but as sovereign. Not in fate, but by faith. Yeah. That that is if 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 God is just a spectator, he sees but refuses to do, then 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 maybe I I have a right to complain about giving thanks in every situation. But if God is sovereign, who takes the ingredients of my situation and has promised to work it for the good of them who love the Lord and them who are according to his purpose, then listen, then my attention is not on my problem, but now my attention is on the problem solver. Do, do, do I have a witness? And, and, and see, the problem is, we keep looking at the problems and not the problem solving. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so the proposition in, in this psalm, in this amen, and I, I need to stop, pause, part because I like being transparent. I have nothing to hide. I am what I am by the grace of God. Whether you accept it or not, I could care less. I am what I am, by the grace of God. I'm born again, blood washed, blood bought, name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Can I get a witness? Born again. Gone to glory. Hallelujah. Amen. And listen, child of God, that is, we, we, I, I, I have not always lived by faith. Lord, have mercy. I've not always seen the sovereign. I've not always, somebody see where I'm going with this. Can I get a witness? I've not always lived by faith, but sometimes by faith. Maybe this is just my lot. Can I get a witness? And, And child of God, here comes God. God comes along, and in this book of Psalms, 150 Psalms, and these 150 Psalms are written by over... Seven to eight writers, of course, David wrote about 73, and ASAP, Heman, Solomon, Moses, some are anonymous. And, and, and they fall into seven divisions, hanging there with me, some are devotional, we we, we go into the book of Psalms when we have devotions with God, some some are penitential, that is when we are ready to repent, some are imprecatory when we are, amen, uh, uh, praying, when we are, amen, praying to God, some are halal when we are praising God, some, listen, some are acrostic according to the Hebrew language, and then some are messianic, so it it is here that we have what we what is called an historical rendering of psalms this trilogy of psalms 105 to 107 all begin with oh give thanks unto the lord for he is good intrinsically good amen nothing but great good character amen and 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 it's interesting that um in these in, in this psalm, uh, which is a trilogy of psalms, 105 to 107, we, we, God, God gives us a reason, amen, God gives us a, reputa- a repetition, and then God gives us a refrain. And, 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 and I, find it, I find it very, very interesting, because this psalm is what we call post-exilic, meaning after, post, they came out of the exile. Do I have a witness? There's something unique when we've gone through something and come out. We, we have a different perspective, I'm preaching already, on who God is. If you've never been in nothing, never been through nothing, never never been snatched from something, you, you don't know what I'm talking about. But, it, but, it, but, it's, but it's when I can talk to saints who knew they were aints do I have a witness? When I, when I can talk to the redeemed who were repulsive. I'm preaching already. When, when I can talk to the wise who used to be worldly. Do I have a witness? Yeah. When I talk to the hurting who had hyster- hysterical issues. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and when I begin to look back, old folks say, I wonder how I got over isn't that right? You you gotta look back, you gotta look back, you gotta do a rerun of where God brought you from. You you can't sit up here all cute and super spiritual like you never did anything, like nothing, like you never failed in your faith, like you always wanted to pray and you you always wanted to come to Bible study and you had all the answers. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to those of us that have been through hell but came out. I'm talking about those of us that wanted to throw a towel in, but we kept trusting him. I'm talking to those, amen, who knew from whence they came. And it didn't cost you nothing. For by grace are you saved. That's love you don't deserve through faith, and that faith is not yours, it's a gift of godless any man should boast. Even Curtis Mayfield, the impressions, let you know salvation was, amen, priceless but costless. People get ready, there's a train coming. Can I get a witness? You don't need no baggage, just get on board. All you need is faith to hear the diesel coming. You don't need no ticket. You just thank. You just thank the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. When I think about. Thank you, Jesus. You bought me from a mighty long way. Thank you, Jesus. You've been good to me and my kids. Thank you, Jesus. You've been, you've been, you've been merciful. You've been, you've been gracious. Thank you, Jesus. In spite of me, you bless me anyhow. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Thank you, Lord. Well, Lord, how long you've been good to me? You've been good to me since I've been born. When I came out of my mother's womb, you elected me. You chose me. You predestined me. You sanctified me. You glorified me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Through many dangers calls, snares, I've already come. Do I have a witness? And if you don't give thanks for nothing else, give thanks for what God has already done. He's already snatched me out of hell with smoke still in my garments. He has already put a new song in my mouth even praise. He, he has already forgiven me of my sins, for he have not dealt with us according to my sins, nor has he rewarded us according to our iniquities. But the Bible says he's been good. He's been good. He's been good. Oh, give thanks unto the lord for he is good the first thing in verses one to three real quick we see a worship of praise for god's pull out lord have mercy Uh, verse two let the redeemer of the lord say so now now this is in the command mode in the hebrew god is not asking you to say so god's commanding you to say so. If you knew God pulled you out, it is a command for you to say something. Do I have a witness? Not, not because you feel like saying it, not, not because you don't have any distressing emails or Facebook messages. No, you owe it to God to say something. Can I get a witness? He says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath pulled back perches out of the hand of the enemy now, let me stop talking oh, yeah. satan had my mind satan had my soul yeah. satan satan had yeah my life yeah. but god snatched me yeah. out of his hand yeah. thank you jesus you know what see, see listen god can't give the glory because you won't tell the whole story yeah you you got these little cute you got these little cute testimonies yeah yeah you know tell tell it all we're gonna have a testimony sunday nobody will probably come to church but we're gonna have a we're gonna have a testimony i i don't i don't want to hear that cute stuff you be telling your ministry i, I want to hear that i want to hear the dirty stuff i, I was a dirt bomb I was a prostitute, I was a dope addict, I, I, I was messed up, but God, who's rich, and I done lost some of y'all already, in mercy. Thank you Jesus. He gathered them, verse 3. Now this is directional. He managed our directions. Look what he did. He gathered us out of the east, the west, the north, and the south. We, we should show an appreciation not only for his intrinsic goodness, but his mercy and directional deliverances. Now, now, the reason these geographical areas are mentioned is because the psalmist, anonymous, the psalmist is saying, we ought to thank God from all the different areas that he yanked us from. Yes. Yes. Boy, I'm preaching already. In the name of Jesus. Well, Lord, thank, thank you for taking me out of the, the church that wouldn't teach the word and send me this amen. That ain't all the Lord did for you. You're a dirt bomb. You're lying. The Lord, the Lord did more than that for you. Do I have a witness up in the house? Come on now. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord did more than you're willing to tell. Because, and the reason you won't tell it is because your reputation is more important than your testimony. I leave that one alone too. You ain't got to pour everything out to the congregation, but every once in a while, I need to know you were a sinner. Can I get away? Every once in a while, I need to know you were dirty. Every once in a while, I need to know you were rebellious. He pulled me from the north, from the south, from the east, from the west. We worship him with praise. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then, and, then, and then, secondly, we, we see the wanderings of our past, verses four to eight. Come on, walk through this crowd. They wandered in the wilderness. Wilderness is a place of instruction, but it's also a desert. We we lived in a solitary desert and found no city to dwell in. Nomads. Yeah. Now, now let me stop. Let me let me let me get to the counseling ministry. Some of the reasons we having problems now is because we can't stop moving. We've been moving all of our lives. Hmm. Some of us, all we do when problems come is move. We won't stand there and fight. We won't be still and know that he's God. Every time something comes dysfunctional, or every time something comes as a dilemma, you want to pack up and leave. You're going to be packing every day. Do I have a witness? You, you got to take a stand at some point and say, I choose to be still and to know that he's God. Can I get a witness? I, as, as Dr. Robert L. Cook used to say, I want to risk the situation on God. Lord, have mercy. Yeah. We wandered in a solitary way. We found no city dwelling hungry and thirsty. Your, your appetites. He ain't talking about food. You talking about your appetites. We got some appetites, don't we? Lust, pornography, want to be like the world, look on TV. Yeah. Look, whatever you look at, whatever magazine you look at, whatever flicks you look at. You want to be like them. See, the one thing that society doesn't tell you, they resolve all our problems in half an hour. Problem come on 10 o'clock, 10.30, everything's well. Not in this life. Turn to your neighbor and say, I, I've been overtime." Problem still ain't stopped. He, he, he says, Lord have mercy. We were hungry and thirsty And our souls fainted in them. Fainted. I was was saying this morning how a man wandering in this wilderness, cycles of perpetual confusion, desolate conditions of hunger and thirst fainted, lost my conscientiousness of what God wanted me to know and to see and to do. And The word soul is the seat of your emotions and your intellect. That's where you keep wanting to go when things get rough. It's your hiding place, but it's not the Lord. It's something that we have carved out, oh Lord, to run to. Can I get a witness? And and child of God, he's saying that amen, and then he gets to this pitch. Because all through the psalm, he gives us a reason, then a a repetition, that they cried! Are you with me? Then they cried, verse 6, they cried unto the Lord in their trouble. Won't trouble make us cry? Won't trouble make us pray? Won't trouble make us seek? They cried unto the Lord! Eh, eh, amen. And he delivered them out of their distresses and he led them forth by the right way. Now stop, because he's dealing with not only directions, but, 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 child of God, he's dealing with departures. Right. That God managed my departures. Now I'm pausing purposely. Well, you know, praise the Lord, you, you've you been saved 30, 40, some years. You, yeah. No, 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 no. Jesus. God was the one that pulled me out of Egypt and sent me towards Canaan. It wasn't me. Do I have a witness? God was the one that pardoned my iniquities and forgave me of my sins. God was the one that filled me with his word. I I, I need somebody to hear this this morning. I know you want to put your name in this equation, but your name doesn't belong in this equation. Only the Lord's name belongs in this equation. Thank you, Jesus. And look at a reframe. Oh, verse 8, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness. Now, we don't always recognize his goodness. God is going to expose his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the worship of my, me praising you for my directions. Thank you for the wanderings of my past in which you manufactured a departure. Thank you! That world was heavy in me, man. I was heavy in the world. But the Lord is able. Isn't he able? The Lord is able, and and by the way, when I came out of the world, I didn't throw away my cigarettes and all my liquor and and all my mess, uh, my, my pornographic books, and I didn't get rid of everything the first night. I, y'all y'all lying, and the truth ain't in you. Some that there, 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 listen, there's some there's some baggage that we drug along with us. If you had baggage, raise your hand up. If you drug baggage, would you raise your hand up because it was the Lord that broke the baggage. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And if you tempted with something, I'm tempted with it too. For there is no sin that have taken you that's not common to all men. Are y'all praying with me? So just like Reverend Green and and, and maybe Reverend Jackson wants to buy lottery tickets, I've been tempted to get a lottery ticket in the name of Jesus. My hope is built on nothing less So, whatever you've been tempted with, everybody else has been tempted with. You've been tempted to gamble, they've been tempted. You've been tempted to drink, they've been tempted to drink. You've been tempted to go back, they've been tempted to go back. You've been tempted to get out, they've been tempted to get out. All of us are vulnerable. And it's the power of God that puts His hands on us so we don't go out. Do I have a witness? I'm preaching up in this place. I'm going to get out your way in a minute. Thank you, Jesus. Child of God, child of God, child of God, child of God. He deals with, amen, this matter of worship and wanderings. But then third, uh, amen, he's dealing with 107.9 to 15. He's dealing with the workings of God's power. Now, when you look at verse 9, look what it says. For he satisfieth the longing soul. Now, now, let me stop, pause the part. I was saying this morning, there are certain longings that has always been in my soul that were not answered when I got saved. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm also sick and tired of these phonies giving you the impression that the moment you came up the aisle, all of your stuff went this way and now in your life went this way. I challenge that thinking with progressive sanctification. Are y'all praying with pastors? Even in the Old Testament it says Egypt left Egypt, I mean the, the Israelites left Egypt and got in the wilderness and some of them looked at God's provision of manna, which means what is this, and said, listen, we missed the leaks and the onions, and the melons of Egypt. We missed the hot sausage. Yeah. Some of y'all, you know, miss pig feet, chitlins. Last time I had a chitlin was 1966. That ain't happening. Anything that stinks, don't eat. <laughs> hey, hey, we, we miss this stuff. So you can be on this side of glory and still miss the stuff from the other side. Yeah. Are y'all praying with me? Yeah. Hmm. Look at the workings. My ways, eight and nine. For he satisfied the longing soul and up the hunger soul with goodness. As long as I'm hungering for something I ain't supposed to have, I keep hungering for it. God's got to come in and shut off that vow. Oh, y'all getting quiet up in here. Let me, let me go on and preach and get out your way. Hmm. You know why I'm free? Because I ain't holding nothing in. And I don't give a kiddie what you think about me. I'm fine. In the name of Jesus. Just as saved as Billy Graham. Just as saved... As, as anybody else you can name, I'm just telling you the honest-to-God truth. Do I have a witness? My soul desired things the Spirit did not want my soul to have. And I was struggling all over the place. In the name of Jesus. that That is, that is, that is, that is, you know, that is. I got y'all meeting me. I, I'm your pastor for 30 years. Y'all meet me out here between services, talking about, Pastor, do you think they'll uh, legitimize and and make legal marijuana? Why would you ask me a question like that? And then then after you ask the question, for medicinal. (laughs) Ah! We miss the leeks. We miss the onions. We missed the melons. Lord have mercy. I'll leave that one alone. Look at this. We were in darkness. We were bound. We were rebellious. We were dispersed. We were brought down with labor. Lord have mercy. And, and and look and look what he says in verse 1450. He brought them out of what? Darkness and the shadow of death and break broke their bands in sunder. Now y'all got to understand how far the Lord brought pastor. He brought me a long way, Doc. So now you come to me with witchcraft or necromancy or astrology or something like that, I rebuke it readily. But there was, there was a time I didn't rebuke that stuff readily. I told you, when I first got saved, I decided to take my GI Bill and go back to college. And I'm in, I'm in the college library and all the tables are taken and I'm sitting down with my books trying to get a table. And this one table had this young lady, she had a scarf on. I thought she was Muslim, she had a scarf on. And I had a Bible with me and I put it on the table. And she said, uh, are you saved? I said, yes, I am. She said, well, you need to know this, I'm a witch. And I looked at her and I said, well, I'm a warlock. <laughs> So, so we could, we could, you know, God bought me from a mighty. <laughs> Long way. Zip, 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 zip. Praise the name of Jesus. Uh, whatever it takes. Look at this. Look at verse 15. Oh, here's the refrain. Oh, that men, women, and children would praise the Lord for His goodness. Now here's the implication here. The inference is you and I don't even know what God has done that's good. That's why he got to keep bringing the refrain. We don't realize that worship wanderings, Lord have mercy, that God was good TO US THROUGH THE WORKINGS OF HIS HOLY SPIRIT. Ah. Mm. Look at the fourth thing. We only have six. God, medicinal renewal of my defects. Look at verse 16. For he hath broken the gates of brass. Gates in the scriptures always means power. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against you." Look what God has done. He has prevented powers ah, from afflicting, abhorring us, and bringing us into bondage. He has cut the bars of iron in sunder. Lord, heaven keep reading, keep reading, keep reading, keep reading. He says, uh, because Verse 17: Of their iniquities we are afflicted; their soul abhorreth all manner of meat. They draw near to the gates of death, and here's the here, here's the repetition, here's the refrain. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble. See, God lets His redeemed get into trouble for them to cry, so He can pull them out. Can I get a witness? A- amen. And 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 by the way, uh, excuse me. When you're in trouble, you don't make long prayers. When you're in trouble, you don't pray like this. Oh God of Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, 1st Samuel, 1st. You don't pray like that. When you're in trouble, you say, Help! Can I get a witness? Ain't nothing spiritual about trouble prayer. Can I get a witness? It's quick, fast, and in a hurry. Do I have a witness? And yeah, you, know, you know, oh, oh, God of the universe. We know He's the God of the universe. You ain't got to say that. Can I get a witness? The one who can draw out. We, we know He can draw out. That's what the word Moses means. Do I have a witness? Uh, Lord, I need you right now. I need a right now God. I need a right now blessing. I need a right now deliverance. Hmm. He heals. Lord have mercy. Ah. Look at. I'm coming in. Look at, look, at, look at verse. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and He saved them out of their distresses. He sent His word. Notice what He sends. Isaiah 55 says, "Can't The word. Look, the word shall not return void. The word void means empty, but it will accomplish whatever I sent it out to do. We never equate that with the living word Jesus. When Jesus left glory, Lord have mercy. When Jesus wrapped himself in flesh came in a makeshift delivery room while cows and sheep stared at him, and he burst in time when Jesus took on humanity and, 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 and it was part of his divinity, amen, and, and he was 100% man, 100% God, he was the Word of God, and when he left glory, the Word can't come back empty. The Word had to come back with a church, the Word had to come back with souls, the Word had to come back with redemption! My word shall not return unto me void. Son of man, Ezekiel, can these bones live? Yes. Preach to the bones. There's something about the power of the word that will raise us up like an army. There's something about the power of the word that will call things that be not as though it already was. There's something about the power of the word that will change the way we think. Lord have mercy. Uh, he sent his word. Didn't he send his word? Didn't his word get us out of trouble? You know it did. Can I get a witness? See, see, this, this, is, uh, sister, this is why true born again believers can never return back to the old way. Oh Lord. Because once the Lord brings you out the Holy Spirit, who is the comforter, becomes a discomforter. The Holy Spirit, amen, where much is given, much is required, you gotta jump over too much to do what you used to do with a mindset of enlightenment. You can't have enlightenment, Lord have mercy, and get involved in everything You'll never sleep. Do I have a witness? Uh, See, when I was in the world, when I was in sin, I had no conviction. I could party all night, get high, get drunk. Come on now, do my thing and go home and go to sleep like a baby. Wake up and do it all over again. Isn't that right? But now that I'm saved, Holy Ghost comes on in, he identifies what you did wrong. He, he starts to shake up your circumstances. He starts to change your peace into problems. He starts to send hell where heaven should be. I'm preaching up in this place. Can I get a witness? You cannot do what you used to do once you met the master. Can't do it. Some of us have tried to do it. How many of y'all tried to do it? Oh, no, y'all lying. Put your hand up. Put your hand up. Once I found out, Sister Hicks, that I couldn't go back, and look, once I found out I couldn't enjoy what I used to do anymore, that hastened me to stop doing it. Am I preaching up in this place? You can't have joy and peace and sin. God ain't going to allow it. Do I have a witness? Keep on living. You mess around, be going up the road, and the jackass will turn around and start talking to you. Numbers 22, something's waiting in the road up there. I'm trying to warn you. I don't know why you're hitting me. (laughs) Can I get a witness? God can really bring you down. Good Lord. Check it out. Here's what the psalmist is saying. (laughs) I love it. I love it. You say, well, pastor, where you learn all this? Life experiences. I tried it. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. One time in my saved life, God said to me so clearly, you do that again, I'm going to kill you. One time. One time. Never forget it. None of your business. And it wasn't here at church either. It was before I was called to the pastor. I was trying to, uh, I was trying to use strange fire <laughs> to light the wrong candle. And God was going to take me out, that. Leave that one alone. Look at this. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I can make you laugh, Wayne Jones. Look at this. Praise the Lord. They that go down to the sea and ships do business in great waters. These see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. For he commandeth and raiseth the, uh uh-uh, here it is. Here's what God says that he's going to do. He's going to medicinally heal your wounds. And we got some wounds. Don't don't we have some wounds? Are y'all going to talk back to pastor this morning, or do I have to pull it out of you? Don't we have some wounds? In the name of Jesus, we got an old nature and a new nature. And sometimes we don't know which one we 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 functioning under. Isn't that right? He he. Come come on now. Isn't that right? Uh, God God says that His way is love, joy, peace, and long suffering. That's the new nature. Anything else is the old. Can I get a witness? That's how comes church folk can cuss you out. You catch him on the wrong day, the wrong emotion. Come on now, you, 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 come on, in the name, yes they can. They'll give you a piece of their mind. They don't have too many pieces left, but they'll give you a piece of their mind. Check it out. We see the wonders performed by the Lord, verses 24 to 32, real quick. I love this. Look at 24. These are the works of the Lord, and the wonders in the deep. Now, for he commandeth, and raiseth the stormy wind. Now, let's use storms metaphorically. How many times did God stop storms in our lives? Don't answer. Wind blowing, hail, rain, things getting ripped up, failures. Can I get a witness? Uh, and, 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 and the Bible talks about these storms in verse 25, and they mount up to the heavens, they go down to the depths, their soul is melted because of trouble, and they reel to and fro like, and stagger like a drunken man. Now, some of y'all used to be drunks. Come on now. South Philly, we knew all the highs. We could spot them. If the tongue was sticking out, that was syrup. (laughs) People that drank were loud. Yo! Roots up! Those of you for medicinal purposes that smoke, you were cool listening to your cool jazz. Others was beating their arm, trying to get the next fix, ah! We, we, and, but, but but the drunken man was staggered, Doc. he come off that bar still, he... Then he had no to be loud, who are you? He, God, God uses metaphorically. Now, if, if, if any of y'all did all of them, you sick. You, you are a sick puppy. But look at this, he's, he says, he says, they, they staggered like a drunken man, and were out there wit's in. Let me tell you what wit's end means. I'm ready to give it up. I'm ready to die. I'm ready to kill myself. I'm ready to close the door of life. Wit's end. Anybody been at their wit's end? Come on, no, 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 don't do this. Do it in fourth grade like you got the answer. Ooh, 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 ooh. Put your hand up. At your wit's end. No hope. No way out hmm. uh, then they cry uh, Jesus unto the Lord in their what I tell you, trouble to make you cry. And he bringeth them out of their distresses. He makes the storms calm the waves stand still. Then are they glad, because they got quietness. Ah, here's the reframe. Oh, that men (laughs) would praise the Lord and thank Him for His goodness. I'm, I'm using this song for a reason this morning, because what it infers, you and I don't know what God's goodness has already done. We're ignorant of His goodness. Can I get, we're living by fate, not by faith. We're, we're, we're thinking that, well, you know, no, no, no. God has been God. And as human beings, we struggle. Cause God remembers our friends are but dust. I was saying this morning, my son is 27. Every time he goes out late at night, I'm not only praying, I'm worried. I'm from Philly, man. I'm worried. I had two nephews shot down dead in South Philly. So when my son goes out, I'm worried. Now you it's easy for you to say, ah, oh, you shouldn't worry, just have faith. Well, you haven't lived what I lived. And until you have walked in my shoes, please be quiet. My mother and father went home to be with the Lord. Your mother and father's still here. I got two brothers that went home to be with the Lord. Can I get a witness? When when you have not walked in somebody else's shoes, be careful what information comes out of your mouth. If you don't know what they're going through, just keep quiet and pray for them. Don't keep coming up with scripture that you yourself have not applied to your life. Staggered man, no no control, no capabilities, no conscientiousness, a stifling, a wit's end. Then they cried, oh, that men would praise the Lord. And then the final thing we see in 33 to 42, we see the wilderness and water springs of our pain. Look at 33 real quick. We're coming in. He returneth he turneth rivers into a wilderness and water springs into dry ground. Lord, have mercy. But what is the, what is the psalmist the word barrenness is in verse 34, the word dwelling place, 36, the word harvest, 37, our cattle did not decrease, 38, can I get a witness, uh, God yanked us from affliction, 41, the righteous see and rejoice, 42, and here's what, amen, the psalmist is saying, he keeps saying, and the whole key to the whole psalm is in 43, who is wise? And will observe these things; even they shall understand the loving kindness of the Lord, meaning the Lord ha, has been good. Yes. And you got to find. let listen, listen to Pastor. Pastor, giving you some uh, instruction now. You got to find a silver lining in all of your problems. Can I talk about a silver lining yes. in everything you look at that looks terrible? God has placed a silver lining to keep us humble. It's not as terrible as you think it is. It's not as messed up as you think it is. There is a silver lining in all things, even the things that seem cruel. Hey, can I get a witness? Uh, I could, you, you, you can lose your job tomorrow, but there's a silver lining that God is able Promotion comes not from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. Promotion is from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Can I get a witness? You might say this morning, you don't know what I've been through. I'm going through a hellacious life right now. And the silver lining is, and we know that all things are being worked together for the good, for them that love the Lord and them are called according to His purpose. Can I get a witness? You, you might say, well, you know what, what I'm going through right now is about to kill me. No, I've been young, now I'm old, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, never seen his seed begging. bread. the Lord is. See, you got to pronounce the promises when the problems come in. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my high tower. The Lord is my refuge and my strength. The Lord is my present help in the time of trouble. Though the earth be removed, though the mountains be cast back into the midst of the sea, Though the waters roar thereof, there is a stream that shall make glad the city of God. Can I get a witness? Therefore, be still and know that I'm God. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Can the Lord furnish a table in the wilderness and answers absolutely yes. He's able. (laughs) He's able, he's able, and he able, 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 able. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. He's able. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. And the next time you can give thanks, think about what it could have been. Think about who you could have married. Oh, y'all don't want to hear this. Think about what health defects you could have. Can I get a witness? The Lord is good. But pastor, you don't, the Lord is good. The Lord is good! The Lord is! Yes He is! He is! I said He is! I said He is! He's good! And he good! Now let me throw one more thing at you. It's the power of projection. Even if I got doubts back here, if I project his promises. He's going to bless me for the projection. The Lord is good. I'm projecting him as good. Therefore God's got to pull me out because I've called something that, amen, that may to me be not, but though it already was in everything, give thanks. Not just the good, the bad, the ups, the downs, the tears, The trials, the tribulations, the problems, the anger, the separations, the divorces, the bankruptcies, in everything. In everything. In everything. The loss of loved ones, in everything. Give thanks. For this is the Lord's will. Let's stand on our feet this morning. A rallying point of praise. If you're here this morning and you do not know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, you've never asked him to come to your life, save you, believe and he died for your sins, was buried and rose again. Just raise your hand if you want to give your life to Christ. Visitors, members, raise your hand if you want to give your life to Christ. Jesus wants to come to your life right now and save you. Perhaps you are saved looking for a church home. If you want to join our church, raise your hand. Is there one? Love to have you. Balcony, come on down. I'm coming down to meet you. Stand up. Come on. Come on down. Praise Jesus. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on down the pastor. Come on. You want to give your life to Christ? You want to join the church? Come on. Holy Spirit is calling. Stand right here. Face this way. Stand here. Face this way. Is there another? You want to be saved? Is there another? Come on. Can y'all move down here, please? Come on down, come on down, come on down. We are a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church. We teach truth here. Amen. Is there another? Step out. Step out. I want you to come right now in the name of Jesus. Only two ways, heaven or hell. You're either born again or you're not. You're either in the faith or you're out of the faith. Come right now. Is there one? Love to have you. Praise the name of Jesus. Satan is telling you don't go. He's a liar truth is not in him he knows the moment you step forward god has got your total back is there another step out come on come on step out step out in the name of jesus come on bless the lord 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 all right praise jesus love you guys thank you so much thank you thank you babe Follow the ministers in the back please. Thank you. Church amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. You may be seated. We're going directly into our communion. If you're not saved, do not partake. You'll be eating and drinking more damnation to your soul. First Corinthians 11. I want you to turn there in your Bibles real quickly. First Corinthians 11. say this metaphorically, it says, for I received, amen, verse 23, of the Lord, that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, broke it, given it, gave it to us, take, said, take ye, this is my body, which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. The word broken is not in the real Greek, however, what he's saying is, this do in remembrance of me, it is, amen, a new condition for this new relationship. And then in verse 25a, after the same man also he took the cup. Now, this is important. It distinguishes communion from a service. There ought to be a line of demarcation. This ministry is too important to throw it at the end of a service and not elaborate. Across the street, we had communion in the evening at 19th Street. When I was a member, we had communion Sunday night. It's a separate, distinguished function. And he said, the same manner also he took the cup. The cup was, they were eating supper And on the third passing of the cup of wine, Jesus instituted the Eucharist. He instituted the Lord's Supper on the third passing. That is what Paul talks about. He took a cup when he had supped saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. So we see a new cup. Say new cup. All right. And, and, and he says, as often as you do this, you show remembrance of me, amen. So it's a memorial to Jesus for his death, burial, and resurrection. But then, then secondly, there's a new communion. For as often as you eat this bread, drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death, amen. The death is the new amen covenant of communion. What is a new covenant? Well, in the Old Testament, according to Hebrews 9, They would reenact this every year where they would take the blood of innocent lambs with no blemish and sprinkle the blood seven times around the mercy seat in the tabernacle and the lid would shut saying your sins are covered for one more year. But Hebrews 10.9 and 10.10 says, but this man, after he offered one sacrifice for sins, Forever. sat down on the right-hand side of God. So, so there, there is a new covenant. We, we have a new covenant ratified by the death of Christ. And then third, a new coming. Look what it says again, till he comes. What, what is new about his coming? Well, if you look at 1 Thessalonians 4, it says about the rapture of the church that it was a mysterion. I show you a mystery. Nobody in the Old Testament knew about a rapture. Jesus coming back to the air to receive his church, and the dead in Christ, their bodies in the grave, will be renewed with their spirits in the air, and then we which are alive and remain will be caught up to meet him in the air. That's the new coming. Acts 2 to Revelation 4, we got a new coming. We will not be here when 666 gets here. We will not be here for a holy cause of bombs. We will not be here when the earth destroys itself uh, through the meltdown. Amen. We are going to be taken out by our Lord. A new cup, a new communion, a new coming. And as we partake of these symbolic elements, not transubstantiation like Catholicism, but symbolic elements, the wafer of his body, the grape juice of his blood. On the night in which he was betrayed, he took bread, broke it, then he passed the cup, third, third cup, take ye, this is my body, which is broken for you. And when we believe by faith that Jesus died on the cross, for our sins, was buried, shed his blood, was buried, and rose again with all power. Amen. We are recommitting this new covenant. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and praise you for the great sacrifice that you have given on our behalf, a new cup, a new covenant, and a new coming. Help us, Lord God, to live lives pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may reach down and grab the communion, please. Let's do it quietly. If you need help, raise your hands. The deacons are available. Let's just pull out the wafer and put it in our hand and hold it up. Do not partake. New cup, new covenant, new coming. Let's all partake of the wafer, symbolic of his body. Think about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now in the grape juice, symbolic of his blood, without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. Amen. Just us stay on our feet. Turn to your neighbor, say, neighbor. You can't make me doubting. I know too much about him. And I'm thankful for all things. God bless you. You are dismissed. See you Wednesday at court. Jesus loves you. Have a great day. You're awesome. You're awesome girl. You're awesome girl. You're awesome. Love you, baby. Love you, baby. Love you. Baby. Love you, baby. Love you, baby.